Welcome back to Sound Off, the official podcast of the Southeast Dirt Modified Series. My name is Tyler Williams. I'm the race announcer for the series, and it is a pleasure to have you back on our podcast once again. As you're listening to this, we've just wrapped up our three-race, four-night stay at the Fayetteville Motor Speedway for the inaugural North Carolina Speed Week. Full results available on our website, sedirtmodseries.com. But had a great time down here, had some great racing, was so good to just see everybody again and kind of get back into race mode. For a lot of us, this was our uh, first race of the season, or first races of the season. And certainly want to give a thank you to the folks at Fayetteville Motor Speedway for uh, their hospitality and all their help. Also, want to give a big shout out to our friends at Mav TV Plus for providing the free pay-per-view coverage so that all of our fans and family and friends could watch if they couldn't be with us here in person. And want to give a very big thank you to all of our partners who are helping make this 2021 season possible. Of course, our presenting sponsor of the tour, Owens Construction, helping make things possible. Our friends at ZMAX micro lubricant which we were able to give away some free products for this week at Fayetteville our friends at Swift Springs uh, Prime Electrical Solutions Gen 3 Performance Imaging Speed51.com all of them in some way helping us make this 2021 season possible and we are very appreciative well aside from the race results and the feature results and the highlights of the pay-per-views we wanted to use this podcast to highlight some of our drivers some of the faces and some of the people around the tour to give a little more a uh, little, little more time if you will to get to know these people because not everybody gets interviewed at the end of the night and not everybody's name gets called out loud but we wanted to use this podcast to highlight some of those people this week our first uh, subject if you will for the podcast is racer ryan tool he drives the number 84 southeast start modified planning to race most of if not all our races in 2021 we had a chance to catch up with Ryan on Saturday morning just before the team started getting the car ready for Saturday night's big 5,000 to win main event uh, series wrap-up, if you will, for North Carolina Speed Week. So we'll step aside real quick. Next voice you hear will be us interviewing Mr. Ryan Toole here on Sound Off, the official podcast of the Southeast Start Modified Series. Here on the Southeast Dirt Modified Series podcast, and we are joined by the tool man, Ryan Tool, the number 84 machine. Uh, Ryan, as we sit here, we're looking out at the track, getting prepped for Saturday, and this has really been a kind of egg-cracking weekend for you. I know you, you did not get to do any practicing or anything. When you showed up Wednesday, you hadn't done any practicing at all. You were really shaking down. So with two days of racing in and the rain out, how you feeling about all your work in the off season was it was it enough or was there still some things that you had to tighten up um well we didn't get to pick this new car up from shaw in arkansas until december 31st literally um we picked it up eight o'clock that morning turned around headed home with it and we worked on it the day we got home drove straight through and me and my son we we started working on it getting it all with the motor in and all that stuff. And then we had to wait on some parts, obviously with COVID still having shipping done. So we took on a couple projects doing some customer cars and uh, no fault of theirs. It kind of set us behind a little bit. So um, the first time we saw this car move was I think uh, Tuesday night, we saw it move in the shop. And the, the longest it moved was putting it on the trailer to bring it here. So of course, Wednesday was kind of uh, sketchy for us just shaking it down first time we've had a new car in a while all new parts on it 
Um, but leading up to today, we, we shook the bugs out Wednesday, got the bugs out Thursday. And even before this this weekend was even here, we were we were discussing in the shop. We wouldn't mind if if Friday rained out. So luckily we were blessed with that. We had a little issue happen Thursday with a chain breaking. Uh, we had to do a transmission swap. Matter of fact, they're finishing that up uh, as we speak. But it, it it's a it was a blessing to kind of have the rain out, but definitely was a a stressful uh, last couple weeks getting ready for this race. I'm about to say that. That adds a bit more onto your onto your lunch plate. You know, at school we used to have them styrofoam lunch plates <laughs> that you put too much uh, mashed potatoes on them, they'd start bending. But you getting, I see you on social media. You getting more into having, like you said, clients and customers and stuff. Does that kind of help you developing your notebook as far as seeing what's working and what's not working for other people instead of just necessarily what's working for you? Yeah, we took it on <clears throat> kind of as a. Uh, not even not not really a gimmick to help get us uh going a little bit better but more of uh i i don't like dealing with the third party guys that much anymore if you want the good information you go straight to them so eric at midnight performance kind of let us take over the uh dirt side of things and with that we've built up our own clientele with with parts and stuff and then matter of fact when we bought this car we had two other uh new cars ordered for customers so it like you said it helps us build our notebook with these guys and i mean out of the blue we've had guys sign up with us um to to work with us from uh iowa illinois uh bobby biddle i mean he's a uh i think he's got over 200 wins and he called me up and wanted to work with us so it, it's definitely helped us out and matter of fact two of them are showing up today uh two of our clients are showing up today one of them has the new car and he's coming to check it out he's he's eager to get out with his in march so um it, it's been it's been fun uh we still work a full-time job but the the parts deal and and helping set these cars up is has taken the rest of our time so we we definitely stay busy 24 7 now is this a far cry from maybe where you were when you got started when it was just about holding the steering wheel and getting yourself to the track it seems like it seems like probably a pretty far cry from where most people get started you know matter of fact we was just talking to a older gentleman here the other night me and chris arnold were standing up here at the wall talking and you know we don't catch ourselves but we start talking i mean it sounds german to a lot of people just throwing numbers out and dynamic this and static that and preload and you know me when i walked away the, the older gentleman he started laughing he said man he said um, I, I, I didn't do that back years ago, and, and y'all sound like you're speaking German now. And I said, yeah, you know, even when I started, I think back in 13 on the Modifieds, um, you set the ride heights, you set the stagger, and you go out and hold the steering wheel. And now it's just so much has changed, especially in this area. But we're kind of blessed to be in this area to work with these guys and learn from these guys. And um, a lot of them, especially like this weekend, Jesse Rocket's been here. and. He's always had my back on some stuff, and I mean, he—he's one of the first ones to the car when I get out, and and we're competitors. And uh, I remember the last race we ran here together last year. We started on the front row together, so we're kind of looking forward to getting back to that setup tonight. And uh, <clears throat> like you said, we're sitting here watching them work the track. So I think it's—I think they're going to get it right for us tonight. And and like I said, my little crew chief over there—he's—he's going to have it right for us to to get out there tonight and see if we can put her on the front row. So you've been in this class since 2013. What even led you down this road? Because 
these modifieds seem like in the Midwest and some other areas like you know, Yukini Straders and all them, it's it's so many of them where down here it seems like it's it's still in it's come a long way but it's still in the building phase. What what got you into these funky looking things with no fenders on the fronts and you know where down here it seems like it's late model country. Why why modified? Uh well growing up honestly I grew up in Orlando. Uh, didn't know what a late model was. They were a lot of stock cars and they had some modifieds down there real young and then of course when I got out of the Marines and moved up to, to Richmond, uh, we started our racing you know, career at Virginia Motor Speedway. And they had the late models, but they had super late models. And you know, I kind of took it as, well, you got to be really good to run those and have a lot of money. And I saw you know, full fields of these, these modifieds and they just looked cool to me. And I, I, uh, running the stock car there, I thought it was the right way to go for me, knowing the front end of a, a stock car to you know having to learn the back half which is set up kind of like a late model and then you know not not having the big engine rules and all that kind of <clears throat> lets myself with you know we don't it, it looks like we have a big budget we just have a lot of great partners that help us out and and product discounts save us a lot of money so um being that way we were able to afford to run something like this a little bit better and i uh, matter of fact the very first car we bought uh we pulled it out of the woods. I gave the guy $500 for it. It was a frame, a uh, fuel cell, and four springs. And that's where we've built our, our team off of. And that was 2012, I bought that car. And here we are today, debuting our first new car design. The, the car's pretty much designed by us, built by Shaw Race Cars. That's pretty cool stuff. I know I, I like saying Shaw by RTR. It's kind of, it's kind of something different to say. Not a, not a lot of guys are kind of doing their own how much of the car is is kind of actually your own is it more concentrated in the front end or is it you took the cockpit and kind of played with it yourself we um well of course we do our own bodies and stuff but knowing that we weren't going to have enough time we let them do the uh the decking and stuff like that um and shaw's shaw's mainly known for their their imca stuff they're out of batesville arkansas but we've always had a lot of success with him. We got a bunch of wins with him, a bunch of uh, championships with him. You know, run up front with the big races. So I thought it was good to stay with him, have a little bit of loyalty with him. But um, we noticed some things over the past few years that just didn't meet what what we were doing. And luckily enough, uh, Kevin up there and Jason, they, they worked with us a lot on um, trying to get it right and all that. We were pretty fast last year, so we pretty much took that technology to them and, and our lowers and our spindles and our uppers and said, I want this spring angle. And, you know, they kind of put that together for our cars, um, a little bit different shot locations, uh, just to, just to work with the UMP stuff a little more and to work with the products I use. So I explained that to the customers I, that come on now that, you know, our stuff works on the, on the older stuff. And, I mean, even the a buddy of mine's got a 2020, and um, ours is a little bit different. We can get them them close, but when I'm buying the airs lowers and the outpace uppers, I want that stuff to be able to bolt right on. And if I got a guy in Iowa calling and asking me a question, I want to be able to answer his question, knowing I can walk out to the shop and look at my car and uh, and help him out. And there's not many many chassis builders or or um, dealers out there that would do that for you. And I think that's what's kind of hurt this this sport over the past few years. You, you buy a car, but you don't get all the setup help. 
and Shaw's always been right there to give us the help. So thought it was right to stay with them and then pass on the stuff we've learned to, to them as well as uh, the customers that call us up. Uh, matter of fact, a guy here at the racetrack locally called me um, yesterday morning about uh, some information on his 2020 car. So um, we help them guys out. We scratch their back. We keep the sport growing and keep this class growing. Tell me about 84. I know some, some people got some real cool stories about why they have their numbers. And some people just landed on them randomly or it just got assigned to them. So what's the, what's the story on the 84? Does it have a special meaning? It'd probably be the coolest story you ever hear. <laughs> it was the year I was born. Um, but no, it was the year I was born when I, when I, when I started playing football back in uh, middle school. Um, started as a wide receiver, so you know, wide receivers have all the 80s or really low numbers. And I was like, well, 84 works. And uh, I had that until I played basketball and I had to pick 26 because 84 is a weird basketball number. And uh, so when I went went racing, I thought 84 would just would just work and it's just stuck with us since then. We've never thought about a number change or nothing. And uh, matter of fact, it, it drives me wild that on the payout sheets, they got me as the 84T, but um, <laughs> Yeah, no cool story with it. It's just the year I was born, and, and the stars look cool in it. Well, we'll always remember how old or – well, it used to be how young you are now, maybe how old you are. Yeah, it's old now for sure. <laughs> for this year, I know we've, we've got a lot of events, but I know there's Dirt Cup and there's Renegades that are putting on some big shows and whatnot. What are, what are some other kind of big events that you've kind of got bookmarked or kind of got a pin in on the board that, that you want to go try and run this year if, if – if money allows and circumstance allows? Um, well, <clears throat> as everybody knows, last year with COVID going around and a lot of racetracks having to, you know, run limited schedules, we probably had one of our funnest years ever being able to um, travel around, hit different races. I think we went to five different states, um, 10 different racetracks from Maryland, Tennessee, Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, it, it was just a blast. Uh, we didn't really get to hit many major events last year, so uh, this year we, you know, with Southeast Dirt coming back, thank God, we we get to um, run a handful more races for a little bit more money. Which we we don't run a big schedule anyway. If we can hit 20 races, we're happy. Um, so I, I think this year our, our big race is going to be heading over to Fairbury. Uh, my son's looked forward to it for years. We've talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. And uh, he graduates next year and is going to be leaving. So That's going to really make you feel old when your kid uh, graduates high school. Not, not only old, I, I'm going to have to hire a crew guy finally. <laughs> but, uh, no, he, he's, he's busted his tail here the past couple years learning. Um, nobody believes it when I say he's the crew chief. He, he literally makes – 99% of the changes on the cars. He'll be in the pits talking to drivers. He'll be in the pits talking to other crew chiefs. Um, he'll be on the phone with the shop guy, um, buddy of ours, Nate, up in Iowa. Um, that they, they talk. I, I'm telling you if, you, if you watch him tonight, you'll see he'll be on his phone. And he's not on Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook. He's, he's getting tech support, uh, which is awesome for a 16-year-old. So he's always wanted to go to Fairbury. So uh, we're going to run the Southeast Dirt schedule. We're going to hit a couple races up in Maryland uh, at Potomac. Um, of course, VMS is opening back up, so we're going to hit their big races. I'd like to run some of the Renegade stuff, but like you said, money money gets tight once the summer gets going, and we're going to definitely set a lot of funds aside and go run the Prairie Dirt Classic up there at Fairbury. 
bit different to run on some black dirt as opposed to this red clay you run down here oh yeah oh yeah this, this stuff is this stuff's fun um I, i've had late model drivers make fun of me over the years because i'm like man this red dirt's where it's at virginia motor speedway hammer down it's fun um until you really get these cars handling it right then you do appreciate the, the tracks that do slick up a little bit sometimes it brings the drivers out and you tightens the fields up so um, getting up there, running on something different that looks like it's a top shelf kind of racetrack. Um, get away from some of these tracks that we run um, that are locked down on the bottom um, and, and just go have fun. You know, it, it's been a good 14, 15 years of racing um, and we haven't been to nothing real big like that minus the Rudiman race down at Bubba. But um, We'll, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully everything goes good here the next few months, and I think it's uh, the end of July we'll head head over to Fairbury. Uh, before we let you go, I'll give you a chance to say some thank yous and some appreciations to all the folks that help you out. Yeah, we brought on a few more this year. Um, Outpace stepped up big time this year. Daniel's been, been dramatic at helping us at Outpace design some uppers, um, getting our four-bar packages ready for these guys, pull bars, stuff like that. Um, at Will Exterior Services. He stepped up and took over the primary sponsorship this year, which has been a huge help. And then everybody else on it, from uh, Midnight Performance, Swiss Brains, Chad at Where's Machine. Uh, we made a shop uh, change this year. We moved over to Avco Performance, uh, Penske Shocks with him, uh, Randy Keen, uh, Ayers Fab, Bobby Taylor Oil Company, which is right here local at uh, Fayetteville, has always been great with our fuel and oil. And of course, our, our power plant with Battenbilt. Um, we've had a lot of folks. Uh, there's a lot of folks behind the scenes that don't even get to get on the car that, uh, you know, pitch in either, you know, running and getting something or, hey, uh, a matter of fact, you know, I, I didn't really get to thank him at Charlotte. And I, I'm going to make him listen to this. But Jamie Brabson with JB Hot Shots was up there at Charlotte at the end of last year. And uh, we were having a problem with a, a dry flange. And I was walking around looking for one and just talking and I show up back to the trailer and I got a brand new one on the car and I, I know my son didn't have the money to get it. Um, and I didn't mind buying a new one, but I was just gonna put a used one on it to finish. And I found out uh, a local track photographer saw that we needed something and, and uh, supported us and went, and went and bought it. I think it was maybe 80 bucks, but it's the little things like that that you know make us come out here and, and you know, spend months building these cars to come out here and, and beat them up and, and put on a show for all these folks. So everybody that has a hand in this thing, um, I'm more than grateful for it. And and if you ever read any of my posts, I usually put blessed in it because that's, that's the only way to describe us getting to do what we do, and that's being blessed. And I forgot to mention, this will actually be the last question, <clears throat> or just last statement. Your paint scheme's definitely going to make you hard to miss this year with the with the military green and, and your prior service and, and i want to tell you personally I, I appreciate your service to the country but man that thing that thing sure looks good military green because you know everybody's got their different styles and whatnot but everybody knows that color yeah um it, especially in this area um it, it was a weird way we found it of course i've always liked the color i would have never thought it worked and uh we were scrolling through facebook and i saw somebody post a picture of a, a range rover that was that color green matte and had a gloss black roof and black tinted windows i said that works so uh we bounced it around of course while the car was getting built and chassis colors and all that 
And uh, matter of fact, we changed it up the very last day because instead of the white that's on it, it was gonna be a chrome copper. But being a matte wrap, we didn't think it was gonna look good. So we, I mean, we, we stepped back and punted on the, the last drive and changed it to the white and gray. And man, uh, when we picked it up, I kind of looked at, at Little Tool and I was like, eh, I like it, but let's see what it looks like. And man, as we started laying that thing on the car, I mean, we were both grinning ear to ear, not only from my service, but the service of everybody that, you know, fights for this country. And uh, I, I just wanted to do something for, for all those guys that come out here, especially here at Fayetteville. Um, matter of fact, we were out eating last night and was talking to guys and a lot of folks don't even know there's a racetrack here still because they're all, you know, military folks that just come in for months at a time. And he's like, hey, man, you know, yeah, we'll come out and watch. Uh, show me your car. And I showed him. And he's like, well, first off, that color's awesome. And we, we kind of talked how, you know, we're both in the service. And then, uh, you know, we, we gained a couple fans that are come out here tonight and hang out with us. But uh, it, it it's, a, it's more of a hit than I thought it was when we posted it. And to see folks like Mark Batten and, and Jesse Weiscarver and all these folks get on there and say it's probably one of the best paint schemes they've seen um, kind of makes me proud. And matter of fact, when I went home the other night, uh, and lay down I, I told the girlfriend I said you know I, I don't know what it is but usually when I get done with a car I don't know if it's my old age now or what but I'm I'm hype I'm, I'm you know bouncing around woohoo let's go but when I walked in that day I was for once kind of you know proud of myself for the stuff we do so proud of myself proud of the kid and we're gonna hopefully put her up front tonight we'd like to be in the top five across the scales at the end of the night all right, brother. Good luck to you. Thank you, sir. And that's it for this episode of Sound Off, the official podcast of the Southeast Dirt Modified Series. Special thanks to all of our partners in 2021, Owens Construction, our friends from ZMAX Microlubricant, Prime Electrical Solutions, Swift Springs, Gen 3 Performance Imaging, Speed51.com, and Dirt Car. Special thanks to you, the fans, who help make racing at any way possible. We appreciate your support as always. Our next event will be Saturday, May the 1st. We'll head to With Raceway in Rural Retreat, Virginia for a 3,000 to win main event. Saturday, May the 8th, we'll be at Friendship Motor Speedway in Elkin, North Carolina. And then we're back to Eastern North Carolina's County Line Raceway in Elm City on Saturday, May the 15th for yet another event in the month of May. Well, we appreciate you listening. My name is Tyler Williams. And until we see you next time, we hope that you have a good rest of your day. And thank you for listening to Sound Off, the official podcast of the Southeast Dirt Modified Series. On your way out, hit the subscribe button. That way you'll get notified every time we put out a new episode. Go follow us on Twitter at SE Dirt Mod Series and like us on Facebook. Just search for Southeast Dirt Modified Series.